This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 120, Kristen's Coaching Story. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Welcome to another episode of the show. I've got a treat for you today. I am interviewing one of my clients, Kristen Dillon Snyder, and we're talking about her coaching journey over the past nine months. Kristen and I started working together in August 2020, and we are wrapping up coaching together in my nine-month simple success one-on-one coaching practice or process, I should say, here at the end of May, beginning of June 2020. And so I thought it'd be a great time to bring her onto the podcast so she can share what her results were. You know, Chris and I actually knew each other for many years before we started working together, and we share that story, so I won't give it away here, but it has been such a treat to work with her. I've been waiting to do this with her for a while now, and so when she felt like she was ready to co- start coaching, I was ready to make her dreams and her vision come to life. And so it's exciting. You know, Kristen, you'll see, is a coach. She's an infertility coach. And she helps women when they're going through infertility to really um, not let it overtake them and to enjoy the process as much as possible and so many other things that she describes so much better than I do here. But Kristen really wanted to go all in on her business. And so that was why she invested with me to be able to get to the place where she was the breadwinner in her family because her husband was retiring because he's in the military. And so um, over the past nine months, we've been able to do that. And you will hear from her story that a lot of her results that she wanted from coaching didn't come to the very end, but that did not waver her belief in herself and in the coaching process and in the coaching that I was giving her. And I'm so glad she trusted me enough to stay with it because where she's at now is exactly what she wanted and more. So without further ado, here is my interview with Kristen Dillon Snyder. Kristen, it's so great to have you back on the podcast. Your very first episode, you were as a coach and it was like two years ago. And yet I feel like we've both grown so much since then. So I'm so happy to have you on today as a client talking about your coaching journey with me over the almost past year. I think we started in August, right? Yes. And we're recording this at the end of May. So almost like nine-ish months. Okay. So let's talk first about what coaching was like for you when you and I had our consult in August of 2020. Well, it was 2020. So the pandemic was happening. The kids were home. I was trying to manage three jobs with no childcare support. And I was burning the candle on both ends. I was stressed to the max, felt like I couldn't ask for help. 
it definitely was growing some resentment towards my husband, even though we were tag teaming sort of the childcare thing. It just felt like I wasn't getting enough help and we weren't on the same team. And I actually had to drive a couple hours to go to a work meeting. And I listened to your podcast, like the whole three hours, just back to back to back to back. And I don't know if it was just the repeat messaging or just the constant full three hours, but you kept saying things like, if you are not farther along, or if you're not where you want to be, I can help you. And I just remember thinking to myself on the whole car ride, Kristen, why have you not signed on with Lindsay sooner? And I, as soon as I pulled into the parking lot or the parking garage, I literally like scheduled a consult with you and reached out and said, let's do this. Yeah, I remember because you reached out to me on Instagram. I was ready. <laughs> yeah, you were ready. And I was like, no, 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 let's have a consult. You're like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to consult. So backtracking. So you and I have known each other a couple of years. So funny story for you. You don't even know this story. But one night I'm having this little mini launch. And I think it was one of the first launches for my business for a program I had at the time called the Life Lovers Challenge. And I remember I was out at dinner with my husband and I get a ping on my phone. I think it must have been Stripe. I don't know what I was using at the time. And I was like, somebody purchased the Life Lovers Challenge. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm out at dinner. And this woman signed up. And I don't know who this woman is because at the time, anyone who had signed up, I usually had a lot of contact with them. And you were my first person that bought that I didn't know. And two, I was like out having this personal moment. And I was like, oh my gosh, my dreams are like coming true because I'm doing this dinner thing and someone just bought my course who I don't know. I was like, how cool is that? So that's so cool because you're always be like submitted in my brain with that. And then you went through Life Lovers and I remember you being really engaged and I remember loving your energy. And then we kept in contact even after that. And you didn't end up continuing to work with me where most people did who were that engaged. And I was like, man, why won't Kristen work with me? Like, I really want to help her. But you and I had even done like a one-off session one mm -hmm. time, I remember. Yeah. yeah. And then, so when you reached out to me and you're like, Lindsay, I'm ready to sign up. I was like, oh my gosh, I've been manifesting this moment for years now. <laughs> But that's why I was like, okay, we need to get on a consult. Like, I really need to make sure I can help her. And like, she's really in the right headspace for this. So I'm so glad we did that, Kristen. So we did. And then kind of talk more about like where you were at. And I have the consult notes pulled up in front of me too, if we forget some things. But I remember okay. the big thing from that consult was like, Lindsay, I'm ready to go all in on my business was my biggest takeaway. Yes. So my mm -hmm. husband's in the military and his retirement date was something we'd known about for a long time. And I had been trying to grow my business for what felt like a really long time. And that first sort of one-off coaching session I did with you was so valuable because I was like, I don't know what I should do. Is it this, 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 or this? And I was in the overwhelm of too many choices. And you just said, pick one and see how it goes. And that sort of gave me the permission and the focus to pick something and go. And I'm so, I've never turned back since, but I wasn't at a place in my business where I felt like my husband could retire and I could keep going after it. It wasn't making the money to help our finances as a family. And I felt like this ticking time bomb of deciding of if I was going to have to stop pursuing this dream or get a full-time job. And yeah. his retirement was like right around the corner. And I was like, this is it. This is my last, it was like the home run stretch. This was it. This is my last chance to prove to myself that this dream I've had can actually come to fruition and happen. Yeah. And two, if we go back to what you mentioned earlier, you're working three jobs. 
and you didn't have childcare. And I remember you just being so overwhelmed and you're like, I'm ready to cut the stuff off my plate. And again, like make my business work. And so we had some stuff to clean up, Kristen. (laughs) When we first started, it was like cutting all the things off your plate and you taking time for yourself and getting through those blocks because you had a lot of guilt come up with that. Yes. You remember? Yes. Yeah. So again, what was it in the consult that you're like, okay, it's time. Let's go. Well, I don't know if this is what you want to hear. (laughs) I didn't need you to say anything in the consult. I needed to commit to myself in the consult. Oh, yes. Like I was ready to sign up and give you my credit card information and pay without even the consult. But the growth and that I saw happen was I took ownership by in that process of the consult with you and talking out what my goals were, where I was, where I wanted to be and believing that that was really in my future, as opposed to just signing over the money to you and then putting the pressure on you. And I realized that that's what I used to do because I've had other coaches, I've signed up for other programs. And I often walked away from those feeling like they never met the mark. And I think doing the consult with you was when I realized that it was really all on my shoulders. You were a tool. You were going to be the guide, but it was really on me. Yeah, that's so good. And two, you were putting your money where your mouth is in some ways. Of well, like, I've, okay. I've done that a lot, unfortunately. But again, yeah. it's the, the money part to me is I've always believed in paying for quality and paying for what you want and investing and, and trying but it was the work after that it was where I was lacking. Yeah. So then we get started in coaching. And as I said, there was the biggest block of you feeling guilt with taking time for yourself and getting some of that overwhelm off of your plate. But the biggest takeaways that I have from your journey, Kristen, is watching you just own yourself and trust yourself. Like some of the beginning sessions, you know, we would kind of go off the coaching process a little bit and I would mentor you as a coach and we would talk about different things. You'd be like, well, Lindsay, what do you think about this? And Lindsay, what do you think about that? And I'd be like, Kristen, what do you think? What do you want? And it was so cool over those months of you more and more stepping into that and trusting that and even like asking less questions and just doing it. Would you describe it kind of the same, Kristen? I think yes, because I always felt like I just needed the guidance and the next step and the checklist from somebody. And that's what was missing for me to feel like I could accomplish my business goals and have the quality of life at the same time I wanted. And I also, I'm an Enneagram too which means I'm the helper. And so I've always thought that I had to serve other people first. And it meant that I had nothing left behind for me. And anytime I did ask for help or for a break or wanted to put time and energy in me, it felt like I was doing it at the expense of others, ultimately my family. And I didn't like that. And the big shift was realizing that, and I knew this logically, but I didn't know it for me in my life practically, that when I flipped that over and I spent time on me first and filled up my cup first, I could actually show up to everything so much better. And so that was to my family, to my business, but also then to grow my belief in me and love for me. I didn't know that there was, I think I've always been confident outwardly, but then inwardly, there's still the inner mean girl being like, nah, girl, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. can't do that. Or who do you think you are? And Doing the work to get that quieter in my head, let me be the version of me that I am today. 
and it makes everything easier. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of things that I remember too, Kristen, from the journey is those moments when the inner mean girl would pop up because you were making some big life changes, not only personally with you prioritizing yourself, which felt scary, but professionally with you shedding these jobs that have been a comfort for you for a really long time of like stable money. And I'm Mm -hmm. going more and more in my coaching business. And then as you know, many people may or may not know with coaching is that there are bumps along the way, especially with clients and certain things happening. I remember one session specifically where something went down with a client and you were really internalizing it, making it mean something about you. And we completely shifted that in that session. You know, which one I'm talking about? Oh yeah. I wrote that down in my notes too. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember thinking, God, I wish I would have had this as a new coach because I feel like we saved you a ton of time instead of it really hindering your self-concept of you as a person and a coach. It was just like, this is just part of the journey, Kristen. And what are we going to make about this? 100%. I actually had an incident where somebody spoke unkindly about me and my business on social media like two years ago. And I was still holding on to that and like quieting myself and holding back. And when we had that session and talked about this new incident with a client of mine, I realized that that hurt and I still had the hurt. But the speed that I recovered from it was significantly faster. I mean, literally, I think even six days later, I had another consult and I signed a new client. And so it it didn't stop me and it didn't impact me negatively because I, one, I think I had the space to figure it out. And I learned from you, like you said, that I didn't have to have it mean internal things about me. And that helped me also release what had happened two years ago when somebody spoke unkindly about me. And so one of my takeaways is that I now have the tools when something doesn't go right or as planned, I recover so much quicker. I still get hurt, still emotional. Clearly I'm human. Nobody wants unkind things said about them or bad things to happen. But my recovery time of almost like trigger to response has gotten so much shorter and it, I eliminate the reaction part, which is what I used to do. I used to have the trigger and react and stay in that state for too long. And so with your help, I now have a trigger that's not very good. And I can get to a response that is thoughtful, self-serving. I always talk about like being classy. So it's still in that sense and professional and helps me not regress and move forward. Damn, Kristen, you just explained that so well. <laughs> That's your communication strength for sure. I'm like, dang, that's so good. It's so true. One, two. Okay. We go back to that moment. The thing happened with the client. I'm I'm remembering now it did bring up that older trauma. We'll just call it trauma. And, but we were at the place where you knew all the tools. And I was like, Kristen, you've got to go and what we call release this. You've got to go fully fill what happened before, but you having the tools now too, it allowed that incident in the present moment, not to become trauma for you. Right. And instead you were just able to fully process the emotion of it, which is what I'm talking about all the time is like, just if we just all knew how to deeply feel our emotions, then we wouldn't be holding on to this stuff anymore. And that's mm-hmm. what you were able to do. And I remember in that session, there were tears and you like fully processed it. That's what you needed. And oh, it was beautiful. What I needed. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love coaching because I do I prefer to verbally get through those emotions and writing them out, but that's not always a possibility. And so I've also learned to be able to do both now. 
<laughs> because mm-hmm. I can't have you on speed dial all the time. And that was also, I think, part of my journey and experience of into the self-trust that I was always looking for outside validation. And that was one of the big takeaways I've had too, is my, I do not need outside validation anymore. And that's changed so much in my life. I mean, that's been huge. Yeah. Even in just like the past few weeks, because I would still catch it in you. I'm like, you're looking for external validation. You're looking at it, like finally just submitted in. And that's where Kristen, like you, I saw energetically how you were showing up differently, especially on social and your business. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cause at that time you weren't getting the results yet you wanted in your business. And again, people listening to this, this was just a few months ago with Kristen. And I was like, keep doing what you're doing. I promise you, your energy is really good right now. Let's go through that story. Okay. So the first few months of coaching, we're clearing out all the blocks and it was rough on you. Like I've really coached you hard sometimes, (laughs) Kristen, of like, we've got to build self-awareness because part of you wanted to avoid feeling some feelings and it was really hard for you to prioritize yourself, but you did it. And then the next three months, it was like, okay, who is Kristen authentically? And we're building that. And I could see you start to get in alignment, but the results weren't happening. Right. Okay. And then kind of walk us through all of that and what happened next. Okay. Well, it's funny too, because I've thought about a podcast idea for me one day and it would be called late to the party. Cause I always feel like I'm delayed. <laughs> so it's funny to, that you say that, but to go back to answer your question, my business was making progress. I was, I was getting more clients. I was getting traction. I was getting some feedback from women that they liked what I was doing, that I was offering something that they needed, which was wonderful, but it wasn't consistent. It was one this month to the next month. And then I had the, I think that's even when I had the incident where the one girl with one of my clients, it just didn't go so well. And my initial response would have been like, oh, I'm going backwards and regressing. And instead, because I was able to process and talk that through with you, it didn't stop me. And I kept my commitment to looking forward to what I wanted. And I did have, when we were in the stage of trying to build up who I am and my authentic self, I had zero consults or any reach out for women interested in what I offer. And my belief was stronger then than it was when I had, you know, two clients say yes, because it wasn't, I wasn't relying on the external validation. And I just truly believed it was only a matter of time. I had to just stay focused on this one thing, not complicate it, not try and have shiny object syndrome and find the next new thing and just put my head down. And we had set a goal by like April 15th. Like my, I had this goal in my mind of how many clients I would have by April 15th and April 15th came and I didn't hit it. And the next two weeks I got six clients and I went past that goal. And it just like rained down and it was like, Lindsay, it's happening. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that call too. I was like, you were telling me all this stuff. I was like, you need to give me a minute. And I was like, trying not to cry. I was like, oh my God, like I can't take all of this in. And and two, just your self-belief had just really solidified. But if we back up and I'm thinking about those, those weeks when we were really focusing in on you and like, okay, who is Kristen now that we've kind of shed some of these layers of who you're not and really healed some stuff. What was so great about you, Kristen, and you talk about this earlier with the self-love, you were open to hearing all the amazing things about you and you were like taking it and soaking it in and having it become a part of you you know, and that was so beautiful too, because for some people, that's really hard to do that, but you are willing to get uncomfortable 
to like really soak in, okay, I am amazing. I am awesome and all those things. And that's what allowed you to then start to fly. And even then, you know, we were at that point, like really, you could see the end of the coaching journey for me and you. And I remember even talking like how many sessions do we have left? And we hadn't really fully hit the goal. And then I was like, Kristen, I can just feel it. Like you're the way you're showing up. And then it was just so beautiful how it was just like, boom, here it is. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sold out now. And that was something that even when we started in August, I did not think it would happen. And you know my story, but for anybody listening, like April was the month that I needed to be the breadwinner. And April was the month when I became a sold out coach. And so that timing had always been there and the road to it did not look like how I thought. It wasn't like stairs where it was like, you know, the same increment at each one. It was more of like a, I don't know what it's called, but when you get like the EKG, yeah, the ups <laughs> and your, downs. like up yeah. and down, up and down, it was a little bit more like that. And just the, almost like there was always this knowing that it would be April, but if I had thought it had to be by April one, I would have had to give up. And at one point I, with you, I just committed that I would do this as long as it took. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad because <laughs> April one, I wasn't there, but April 30th, I was beyond. Yeah. I mean, and I'm thinking about, it was like, what was it that allowed you to be that successful? If we're looking at the coaching journey And it was, is like, you started to go in all, all in with yourself of like, this is on me. Yes. Lindsay's here to help guide me. You were also just super receptive to anything I gave you the good, the bad, the ugly. You were like, I'm here for it. And you trusted the process and you trusted me enough to be like, Kristen, I promise you, I promise you, I'm not lying to you. I would tell you if you're off, like you're really on alignment. Like, and some people really struggle with that. And that's what made it so beautiful was like, you were just so coachable and so receptive. And I think for you too, the other thing that really helps is, yeah, we had the mentorship and not allowing that to hold you back. And I think even if somebody's not a coach, that mentorship aspect of coaching is really beautiful because it's it's like somebody who's already been there and it's like, oh yeah, so so-and-so boss said this, or your husband said this or blah, blah, blah. And this is what it looks like on the other side. So I was able to help you with that. But for you, it was the focus piece too which you and I can relate to this so much. And it was like, you were trying to get off focus from time to time. And I was, I was helping you really figure out what is it you want? Like what makes sense here? And I would give you a little bit of my advice, but again, it was like, you just kept figuring out you on a really deep level. And so now when I see you go off and fly, I'm like, Kristen's got this skill of, she always knows how to like, in essence, touch in with herself and know, is this authentic to me or not? Would you agree with that, Kristen? Yes. I think it was part of my people pleasing being huge and always just trying to not necessarily fit in, but like keep the peace and make everybody happy. I remember one of the things we worked on was just like me remembering or me knowing that I'm not responsible for making everybody happy. And that took a lot of weight and pressure off of me. And I did, I wanted to work on this and this and this and fix this and this. And you really had me focus in on two things to work on and concentrate on. And when I did that, I actually saw the progress in those two areas, but then it did make it out into other areas. Like my relationship with my husband is amazing now. And when we talked in August, it was not so good because I just was growing so much resentment because all I was seeing was lack, like where he wasn't doing enough. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I knew he was doing a lot. I just couldn't, I couldn't acknowledge it and see it. And now I ask for help without guilt. I recognize everything he's doing to help. We are on the same team. Our communication is so much better. And that wasn't even a goal. That wasn't even something we focused on, but it came from me taking care of myself, me putting myself first and this like authentic self, knowing who I am and what I want and communicating that. Yeah. So let's touch in on the hubby piece because I'm looking at your consult notes, Kristen. And okay. So when I asked you relationships, you said it was a 10 with hubby. (laughs) And you know, what's so interesting about that. This is a very common thing. That's why I want to bring it up Mm -hmm. is I do have a lot of women. They'll come to me and they're like, oh yeah, my relationship's great. My marriage is great. No problem. Right. And then as we coach, it's like, they almost allow themselves to shed the layer of actually, I feel a lot of resentment actually, I see how I'm not owning my power. Mm -hmm. Actually, I see how things need to shift here. And this is some things are a little bit of bullshit. And I think a lot of women, they get scared of that, of like fully admitting it. But then I've, I've even seen it this past week. I've had a lot of consults and women who aren't investing in coaching right now. And I can tell it's because they're scared of them fully admitting what's going on in their marriage, even if it's not a bad thing of just like facing it. And so they'll come to me even and say, well, I don't, um, I'm not going to talk to my partner about it, or it's just not the right time. And I'm like, all you got to do is just submit it. And it's not as scary as you think, because on the upside of that, like you just said, Kristen, like you're more connected than ever. It's just, you finally have to recognize like, Hey, there's some things that need to change here. Would you agree with all that? 1000%. And also because I connected with you Like, I think it was in 2015 was when we first interacted with each other, but that was because we had the shared experience of, I say, I got unmarried and your ex. And so I know we have this history of knowing that about each other. And I think I just had like a little bit of embarrassment and shame that even though for round two, for me, I wasn't even ever thinking of breaking up with my husband right now. Right. It wasn't like that Mm -hmm. level, but this, but I was, I was noticing that it wasn't a 10. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to admit maybe to you because we had that shared experience. And I, again, old me cared about the perception of what it was all like. And I didn't want to show a weakness or vulnerability there. Yeah. But I think that relates to beyond our history, Kristen, of Mm -hmm. having a former relationship, marriage, whatever you want to call it is that so many women is like, because I relate to it for my very first coaching journey with my first coach. I didn't allow her to really coach me hard because I was too scared to fully show what I was thinking and feeling. There was this pleasing perfectionism that I wouldn't even necessarily have admitted to, to the depth of it until after I left that coaching relationship. I'm like, why is there still some shit here? Like what is going on here? And then as I've gotten coached later and become a coach, I'm like, oh, I have to really hold space all the authenticity come out. And when I find that maybe there's something that they're not saying, it's up to me to like really unearth that, I think a bit. So for me and you, Kristen, like, I don't remember us having sessions about your marriage, but I think the big thing for you was just like, I've got to make myself a priority and you having to face that and going to your marriage. I remember and having conversations with your husband and being scared to be like, Hey honey, I need this weekend alone or Hey honey, I need childcare or whatever it was, or I need this from you. Like as women, we have these, I don't know. It's like, we just fear that we can be badasses at work, but yet when it comes to our marriage, it, it's like crazy how much we, we fear it. And then yet we're met with beautiful things. So I love hearing that story, Kristen. Thank you for sharing well, it's it. It's funny too. Cause after, 
after that weekend and I asked for that time off and I went and I did it, uh, maybe like a month or two after, I guess I was being kind of cranky. And my husband's like, do you need to get away again? I'll watch the kids like go ahead. And I was like, holy cow, has this changed where I was terrified <laughs> to ask before. And now he's like volunteering it out because he saw the difference in me on taking that time. And the mm-hmm. other thing too, was you talk about the model a lot and being aware of my thoughts. And I was recognizing that when I went down to the kitchen, and I saw dishes on the counter. I had a choice on how I looked at that. And I was looking at that like, he expects me to do it. That's my role because I'm the woman. And then I just went into the spiral, which is so stupid because he's never thought that. We've never been in that. And instead, I chose to think he must have been really busy. I can go put this in the dishwasher. And I saw that in all of these areas because we were home 24-7. There was no work going out. You know, you're cleaning up the kids. You're eating all three meals at home for the whole family over and over. I mean, I spent so much time in the kitchen. Every time I went in, I saw something and I just chose to look at it differently in a way that reminded me that we're a team and hey, he could help himself or he made lunch. Great. Like instead of seeing just dishes and thinking we were on the same team. Yeah. So good. Oh, I just got to soak that in for a minute of all the (laughs) Kristen goodness. Because here's the thing, Kristen, it was like, With you and how I describe your journey, it was just like these little clicks. We were constantly making click, click, click of like these shifts that you were making. And then all of a sudden near the end, it was just like, holy crap, what have we done? Like, I mean, it was incredible. So, I mean, can you just kind of give us some bullet points of like where life is at now for you? I know with the business and all that, we've kind of danced around it, but give us like the hard facts. Well, I'm very present in where I'm at. So one of my challenges before was because I was, I had so many things on the burners. I was feeling like I wasn't making any traction or hitting goals or deadlines. And when I am with my daughter, I am mom and I'm with my daughter. And when I'm working, I am working. And that has been a huge game changer for me because I'm just present in the moment and really enjoying and taking advantage of that time. So that is one of my biggest transitions. Like I said, with my relationship with my husband, it's great. We both work from, the kids are in school now, but we both work from home. So we're still home 24 seven together and it's awesome. And it's just so much better. I definitely feel like the last year has made us even stronger. And we've been through so many other trials before with infertility and all of that with our own personal story. And so we're just even better. My business is, it's a business and I own it and I am so proud of it. And I'm, ah. I'm so proud of myself not giving up. Yeah. Because I'm literally, it's like, it's happening. Like what I dreamed about for so long. Like when I talked in 2015, like this is where I thought, this is where I wanted to be. One of the biggest ahas was uh, learning that I am exactly who I'm supposed to be. And who I am is I was made to be an infertility coach. And almost like, I believe it so much. I feel like it's in my blood. And even if there's challenges and even if it's not like stairs and incremental growth, I just, I believe that it's almost a fact and it's a really cool place to be. Yeah. Well, and the thing with that too, Kristen is, you know, when you and I have talked before we went into this coaching agreement, 
I don't know if you got this vibe off of me, but I remember telling you many times, or at least thinking of like, man, she's made to do this. I think even when we had our podcast interview at the end, I remember saying like, Kristen, like, I just feel all my body, like you are meant to do this. Like you're going to be big. Like I, and I'm like, I swear I'm not just like making this up. And even other times I would tell you. And I think sometimes in the coaching industry, people can think that of like, oh, they just want your money and they're going to fluff you up and say all these things. And I'm so glad you believe me enough because really what it was is that you just needed to believe the vision that I saw for you. Right. And you did. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's really fun to have a goal and reach it. And it's been challenging because I had a very successful corporate career and to walk away from that, to tell people in a business professional setting that I'm choosing to be a life coach for women going through infertility, I got some eye rolls. (laughs) Like, oh, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was something I recognized too over the last you know nine months that we've been working together was I've had multiple opportunities where I've had to say it out loud and own it and say, I'm an infertility coach and walk away from, like you said, that comfort. And every time I did that, I was recommitting to myself and my belief. And I was before nobody knew, like I wasn't telling people that this is what I did. I wasn't owning it. And because of the work of getting to my authentic self, I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. Yeah. And that's really freeing. And that gives me the space and capacity to serve my clients and to take care of my family. And when I think about the legacy I want to leave, that's what matters. Yeah. I just got to take that one in. Because it's so true. I mean, there was so many moments of like you owning your power in that and standing and you were getting so many opportunities, job opportunities, because that's what happens a lot when you start to own your power and you're like in your authenticity, people are attracted to that and they want even more of you. And it's almost like the universe's way of like, Kristen, you sure? You sure? Like, look at all this, you know, quote, safety and security over here. And you kept saying no. And I think what's cool too, is that where you're at now as a coach is, you know, you're in the realm where you're partnering with doctors a lot. And, you know, there's this whole doctor mentality of like, oh, a doctor. And you're in that arena. I mean, that to me is like, she's totally owning her power, especially as a coach, when some people do the the eye roll with coaches and allowing doctors to see that. And you is again, just showing how much growth you've had. It's beautiful. Yes. It's, it's nice to hear because that still is like, I'm now aware and can recognize the imposter syndrome of, oh gosh, they have like 18 letters after their name and how much education. But I also know that they are made to do what they do and they are fantastic at it. And not that it's a box, but like my skills are a different box. And I just really believe that everything that's happened in my life has brought me to exactly where I am right now. I no longer have any expectation of timing I just believe it'll happen when it, when it's meant to happen. And I wish I had that belief when I was going through infertility, but you know, I lived and learned. But now you give that to your clients. I do. Oh, I do. Yes. But I'm so flattered to be able to work with these doctors and have earned their trust because I do respect them so much. And I, that feeling is mutual and that's a very cool thing. And I think you're right. If I didn't believe in myself enough, like I said, to the point of it's in my blood that I was made to do this, I would be challenged and not show up in that arena. And I'm, I'm there and I'm ready and working together, me and the doctors working together. It just, the end of the day, it, we want to help the same people and we're just doing it from different ways. And when we do it together, it's so much better 
for everybody yeah. involved. Yeah. Well, and two that you can just step in that room. You know, that's why we say a lot of times coaching opens up so many doors because you're like, I own myself. I know who I am versus before it'd be like, I remember we had a couple conversations like, oh my gosh, let's do this opportunity. And I don't know. And, the, and I'm like, come on, Kristen. And like, now you just own it, which is so beautiful. Um, so I know we're not going to talk specific numbers with your business, but can you just kind of tell everybody the general idea of your growth? For sure. Well, when we first started talking, I had one client. Oh my gosh, I didn't now know I have 11 and a wait list and a program. <laughs> so my business has grown six times and I have made more this year in the past four months or five months now than I did all of the year prior. So just major growth. Yeah. Would you say you're a lot better coach now? Like, I don't know the strong enough word to say yes. Yeah. I am a better me and I am a better coach because of everything I've been through. But the growth trajectory from August to now has been so much higher because of your help and assistance to get me to where I am right now. Yeah. I mean, I just think about there are certain times of the coaching process where I knew I was really challenging you. And in the back of my mind, I was like, she's got to do this for her so she can do it for her clients. Oh yeah. But seeing you meet those challenges, because there were times when I was like, Kristen, you've got to look at your thoughts. There was a lot of conversations about that. And you're like, I just don't get it. I was like, no, I like (laughs) held the boundary. And then it finally clicked. It was beautiful to watch. It was so fun. Yeah. It's hard. I felt like I wasn't necessarily a good coaching student. So it's actually really nice to hear that you think I was so coachable. And that's probably me just being really hard on myself. But you had me slow down, which I hate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it was so I could speed up. And if you told me that in the beginning, I probably would not have signed up and been excited. But it's exactly what I needed to do. And because of that, I was able to give myself the time to work on my thoughts and to feel the feelings. And because of all of it, I have so much more to give to my clients. Yeah. It goes back to that's your Enneagram three wing, where it's like achieve, achieve, achieve. And again, it goes back to you, Kristen, of you trusting me in the process enough to be like, Kristen, we've got to slow down. We've got to slow down where that three wing of you is like, I can't do it. And I'm just so glad you did because so many threes or three wings, just like, it's, it's like everything in their body. So thank you. Thank you for doing that, Kristen. I know it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Thank you for (laughs) holding the boundary and showing me, showing me that way. Yeah. You're welcome. Literally changed my life. Oh, I'm so glad I've had you. Okay. Last question. Okay. (laughs) You always get the tears going. I know. Okay. So when I asked you on the consult what would make this the best investment ever? Here's what you said. I want to know how to maximize my time. Do you feel like you've done that? Mm -hmm. I want all my effort going to the right things. You feel like you've done that? Mm -hmm. I want to see the big vision to know what to do today. Yeah. I think that more to me now, the way I see that is that I'm working on the things that matter and get me closer to what I want to do versus a shiny object syndrome and this thing or this thing or this thing. Yeah. You want to feel planned, strategic, and peaceful. Yeah. I'm getting closer. (laughs) You're getting closer. That's how I would define it too. Cause even like the past few weeks, there was a little shiny object syndrome and I was like, let's shut that down, but you're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's going to be a work in progress for sure. But man, Kristen, I can't even believe we're having this call today. I mean, we said that before we started recording because it's like, 
This went by so fast. Like I almost just want to rewind and do it all again. I do. I feel that way too. (laughs) It's like, oh man, but thank you for trusting me. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for sharing your story today. Can you share with the listeners all about where they can find you and specifically what you do to help women going through infertility? Yes. So I'm most active on Instagram and my name, I know it's a long one, but it's Kristen Dylan Snyder. And we'll just let Lindsay put in the show notes (laughs) versus me spelling it out. I help women going through infertility handle the emotional roller coaster and not go through the process alone. I offer a monthly infertility workshop and support group that's totally free for anybody to join. And that's where I bring a guest expert or the doctors to come in. And so I'd love if anybody's listening to check in to one of those. I also do one-on-one coaching and I have a wait list. I'd love to get you on it. And I just started a program called More Than My Infertility. And that is so you can get the support you need at the stage you're in and get the benefits of coaching, but not necessarily at the price of the one-on-one coaching and get some training along the way to learn how to grow your belief and bring your joy back on the journey through infertility. So that's what I do now when I'm not spending time with my family is all things to help women going through infertility. Yeah. And we have another episode where Kristen talked more about it. As I said, we recorded it two years ago, but I'll link it in the show notes. If you want to hear her infertility journey and even more about how she helps women, of course, she's evolved since then, but I love that episode. That episode allowed me to really understand infertility, Kristen. And I think everyone needs to listen to it because even if it's an issue you don't go through to be able to support women that do it, it just makes you a better human. And I know you agree for oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm so glad you did that. Cause that's one of the other things I do is I just try and talk to people who want to learn about it because you know, one in eight people go through infertility, you know, somebody in your life, whether they've told you or not. And so if that's the way I can help another infertility sister out is by letting her coworker understand how to support her better. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you for everything. Really. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend, send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're gonna accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60 minute consult call just go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.